Welcome again to another Cheap Wine Finder podcast. Domain Dave here. With the wine we wrote up on the CheapWineFinder.com website. That's what we do, and that's what we've done for 13 years of podcaster. Only in the last few years, I think we've got 1,700 reviews, and that's when we got rid of the older ones because you can't go find a 2009 whatever anymore. So, um, what do we have today? Oh, we have a wine that we first did the 2011 vintage for, and it is the Purple Moon Chardonnay 2020. It's from Trader Joe's, and the price is $3.99, and it was $3.99 for the two, uh, 2011 vintage, too. I'm going to take a sip of this wine because somehow they managed to make this less than four bucks for 10 years. I have to say up front is that when I have a expensive wine that tastes great and I expect it to taste great, I don't get all that excited about it. It's supposed to be good, right? Or even a mid-price or just a value-price wine that, okay, that's a good wine. That's fine, but when you get a three ninety nine one, and it's like this is a very usable wine, it might be the perfect Tuesday night wine. Three dollars and ninety nine cents. It's crazy. I mean, this is in two buck Chuck neighborhood. I think two buck Chucks. What's that? Three fifty nowadays. It's three ninety nine. I was never a fan of of two buck Chuck. I mean, by the time it came around, I found out about it. I could afford better. I mean, there was a time when I would have loved Two Buck Chuck, but, and I was used to wines with a little more body, a little more consistency, because you could have one wine, Two Buck Chuck, that was pretty good, not bad for the money, and the other one was like, I gotta pour it out. I mean, that was the reason Trader Joe's had a, uh, you could return a half full bottle to them, and they would take it back back in the day. It was, you know, it was only two bucks. So I'm gonna take another sip. This is a nice little wine. I mean. It's light body, but a light body wine that's supposed to be a light body wine is good. I mean, if, if the flavors are for a heavier wine and it doesn't have that, then it can be disjointed, but this is fine. It has a length to it. Uh, acidity allows the wine to flow, the flavors to flow. So if you got good balanced acidity, the flavors will go on and on. And like in Burgundy, the best, uh, best Chardonnays there, I mean, if they they want they want they want the they want good length. That's one of the finest things you can have. And this is a little bitty less than four dollar wine that's got good good length. I mean, it does for what it is. Is it you know is it Burgundy style length? No, but they're not selling their wines for three dollars ninety nine cents either. So you got to kind of grade on the curve a little bit. And it tastes there's there's good flavors here. Um, there's a little creaminess to it. You know, you wouldn't expect uh, barrel aging. Barrels can cost $1,000 each. I know you can reuse barrels, so, and you can reuse them up to five times. And sometimes when they only, be, you know, value price wines aren't in a barrel for a year and a half, or sometimes in a barrel for three months, six months. So you can get many uh, uses out of a barrel that's been used. So there's a possibility that some of these got leftover barrels and there's a little bit of oak in there. Uh, and I think it has on leaves. On leaves is when they uh, leave the um, the expended yeast after fermentation, and then they stir it. That's batonnage. You stir it enough, you get creaminess, and there's a little bit of cream here. It's like, where's that coming from? 
Is it coming from maybe barrel use? Is it coming from malolactic fermentation? All those things you figure they're not doing much of in a $3.99 wine. They're, they're all, you know, you see it in, you know, $10, $12 Chardonnays have that stuff all the time. The more expensive ones go even farther with barrel fermentation with, and, and get cooperages to do the barrels so they get the right flavors in. But $3.99, you're not expecting much. You're, you're expecting them to do as little as possible. And I think there's more going on here than I was expecting going in. You know, I, um, the, I mean, I, we did the 2011 vintage of the stuff. And I thought it was more of a food wine. It wasn't quite balanced back in those days. I'm going to take a sip again. You know, this is it would more of a mac and cheese wine or, you know, some white pasta, maybe uh, seafood, you know, maybe, you know, fish and chips or something. But the, I think we did the 2019 and that was like, oh, that was, got better. They kind of like figured it out. It's made by a, a family owned wine company out of, um, uh, out of Lodi who in the, they've been making it since the 2011 vintage. And then since then, they've bought property in Napa and they bought one of the bigger wineries in Sonoma. So they branched out. So they've got the ability to find grapes. I mean, that's not a problem. The bigger they get, the easier it is to find uh, grapes that can fit this 399 wine. And how they made a 399 after nothing costs the same from 2011 to 2000. Well, I guess 2011, we probably drank that one in uh, 2012 to 13, probably 2013. So 10 years ago. It's not much that costs the same. But the Purple Mood Chardonnay 2020 is uh, is it a once in a blue moon wine? Nah, it's a purple a moon wine. So um, I liked it. I mean, like I said, when I expect nothing and I get something, I'm more excited when I get a wine that's great. So that's just me. But uh, if, you, if you don't have much money and you're looking for a wine to sip on a Tuesday, try this one. I think you like it. So adios, uh, Domain Dave, Chief Wine Founder. Like us, we like your podcast, push buttons or whatever. There's not really buttons or representations on the page, but that's it for me. Keep it cheap. Adios. Bye-bye. I'll talk to everybody in a couple days. I got a uh, Spanish wine. <laughs>